This episode is powered by Safety FM. This podcast is being sponsored by SafetyConsultantBlueprint.com. episode, we're going to go over what to do when you're in a slump. Everyone gets in a slump from time to time and you're not sure what's going on, but things aren't working like it should. So I broke down five tips to help you get out of a slump. So we'll talk about that after these messages. that your knowledge would be better served if you are your own boss? Your knowledge can help more people improve their workplace safety. Most of what you know may be wasting in a job that limits what you can do for the overall health and safety of workers. Now is the time to start your own business while you're still working for your current employer. Start your own safety consultant business with the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. Get your business legal in just a week. Brand yourself as an authority in safety, even on a shoestring budget. No more stressing about how to price your services fairly, but still make a profit. And experience the amazing feeling of being your own boss. This 100% online video course is instructor-led and will give you detailed steps to keep you focused as to what to do next to grow your business. Lay out strategies to keep you maximizing your marketing and networking efforts. And explain how to get money in between clients. Register today at safetyconsultantblueprint.com and enter the code PODCAST. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. And in this podcast, I teach you about the business of becoming a safety consultant. I want to thank you for listening to me and Happy New Year to everybody. This is the first episode of the 2020 year. Wow, I'm so glad to be gone with 2019. But this is 2020. I'm looking forward to this. And it's going to be an excellent year for me. Hopefully it'll be an excellent year for you. And I really want to just start the year off right. So if you are in a slump right now, this is the episode for you. I'm going to do my best to help you uh, critically think things through so that you can get yourself out of a slump and just really help yourself uh, just get past this thing, just to push through it. You know, it's just one of those things to push through. So when I say slump, I'm a, I'm a sports person. I love basketball. I've used to coach basketball and uh, I used to play, but not like on a professional level in any way. You know, can't play professional when you're like 5'10", unless you're like Spud Webbs or, you know, Muggsy Bows. You people that are younger, go ahead and look them up. Muggsy Bogues, probably. And when you see his height, you're going to be like, oh, 
how is he a professional, great professional basketball player? So, you know, those are the, the exceptions to the norms. But uh, generally speaking, when I was playing, you know, or coaching more than playing, I was coaching kids and we we're going through seasons and my best players and sometimes just regular players will go through what you call slumps. Their shots are in hitting and uh, sometimes your slumps are in a game and sometimes the slumps are two, three, four games in a row. Sometimes the slumps are in the final minute of a game when after you were supposed to win, you don't because all of a sudden someone slams the lid on the basket. No one can get a shot if their life depended on it. But a slump is one of those things where you don't know why. All of a sudden, it's just things that used to work aren't working anymore. You know, the stroke of the shot that you do every day, every day, every day when you're practicing that shot, all of a sudden, just not hitting. There's something off, you know, micro uh, milliseconds in your time is off or something like that. You know, so that's what I mean when I mean a slump. And you'll see that in all kinds of sports uh, analogies. But for business, you could actually do the same thing and go through the same thing for your own business. You could be in a slump where you're making the same calls, you're going out, you're doing your social media, everything else is just what you normally do, but there is just no uh, results coming. There's no actual, you know, coming back to you and saying, hey, here's a, a time for time or payment for time uh, correlation. So uh, for us who are our own bosses and working for our business, ourselves, as you know, working for ourselves in our business, that is something that we don't really, you know, uh, talk about much. But, you know, for those of you that actually are still working, you could technically phone it in every now and then and still get a paycheck, right? I'm not telling you to do that, but there's people who's known to clock in. Even if they don't clock in, they'll show up, they'll go in their office and, you know, begin to Facebooking or Instagram or whatever they're doing. And, Yes, they're getting paid for doing squat. You can't do that in your own business because you got to keep doing stuff. You have to have efforts. It doesn't mean that you have to constantly be active and motive and you know, or motivated and do everything 24-7 or even an eight-hour day. It just means that when you do give your effort, your effort should be concerted. Your effort should lead to something. Building content is something. So my effort right now is doing a podcast for you. And this effort may not bring me direct money, but it's content that I could use later on. So I could put it on the safetyconsultant.us website. If you are a safety consultant and you're considering to be a safety consultant, that's the website that I started that will help you through the process. Just getting off the ground right now. So uh, this is the best time to get in because now you're going to have so much attention to you that uh, you're going to not get lost in any numbers or anything. You're going to really be able to, to focus in, get what you need from me and from other members that are starting to join up right now. So um, that is something I could do with this podcast. You know, I could upload it to that site. People could get, uh, could refer back to it over and over and over again. So my time now is being spent for uh, something that is going to pay off. It's going to benefit my audience in the future, in the near future too, because you guys are going to listen to this, you know, Monday morning or whenever you listen to podcasts and you're going to get something from it. So therefore, this is also serving my community by giving them content. So the time spent 
even though it's not an eight hour full day I'm doing here, you know, it is still worth it. So that's, uh, you know, something that we'll have to look for, but there is still, you know, we've got to make money and as, as consultants and, uh, we shouldn't feel bad about having to make money because that's what we got to do. Our time equals our money. Our knowledge equals our money. So when we get into slumps, especially if it's a prolonged slump and then we're not getting money in, then that is, you know, something that will really affect us. So barring any medical things, so I'm going to not even put that on the list. I'm going to make that kind of like a, a side note because sometimes there is some things that are medical. You might have an imbalance going on. You might have to go ahead and check out your doctor and say, hey, something's off. I'm not feeling right. Is this something that I should be looking for medication wise or something I should be looking for in what other, you know, homeopathic way or, or something? So that's uh, one of the things that you could start looking for, or maybe it's a counseling session or something else that you need to do or a coaching session with somebody so that you could go out there and, you know, get some ideas from a coach. That's different. So I, I, I understand that. I'm not going to put that into my list right now. So I'm going to keep that one out. However, uh, what I am going to do is I am going to give you five things that I have here that is going to try to help you out of a slump. So let's, let's go through uh, some of those things and hopefully I am going to uh, be able to just kind of get you guided through this, right? So here we go. Number one. Should I say it's in order? I don't know. I don't think this is in order. I'm just doing this by, by things that I'm thinking of. So not in order. Just number one for me. And this might actually be you know, in order for this one. Let's, let's say that. All right. Not everything's in order. But this number one is always number one. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. That is the number one thing. It's a right to pivot, meaning, hey, I may have to do something else in the part time or I may have to find some other money while I'm uh, still working on my business. I might have to, you know, you know, do a garage sale or whatever it is for me. My always my fallback has always been, you know, trying to sell some domain names because I've got I've got so many domain names. Go to SheldonPrimus.com backslash domains and you'll see some domain names there. It's a hobby, but yes, it could also get me some money. Uh, also music. Some music I sell, some music I don't, but uh, SheldonPrimus.com backslash music. So you can see some of those things that I use that uh, those are things that I like to do, but also can get me some extra money outside of safety. But many of you have other talents, you have other things that you could do that could help you get money while you're still uh, in a, a slump with the safety side. So not giving up doesn't mean that you should just go ahead and, and not try to earn extra money somewhere, but not giving up means keep your business. Just find another way to get some supplemental income in during that time. Uh, in my Safety Consultant Blueprint course, I give you some ideas of what you could do for that. For me, uh, when it is safety related and I'm trying to get some other work, I go through upworks.com, U-P-W-R-K-S, I believe, upworks.com, or it's upwork.com without the S. But I go through there. I already have an established profile. I look through the list of things that I could, you know, 
possibly do, build somebody's website. I might be able to uh, do some other uh, work as far as writing a blog for uh, being a ghostwriter. I've done that several times. Uh, but it's allowing me some time to get out of my slump in my safety and health business so that when I get some more consulting jobs, because I don't know if you remember from one of my very first episodes, uh, I mentioned to you that from the first handshake to when generally you get work, it's going to be roughly from uh, nine months. Uh, if you're lucky, it'll be earlier because someone may have known you previously, but generally it's like nine months to a year. So while you're getting those hand work, uh, handshakes in and everything else, then uh, that is truly going to give you some time. So look at those things for supplemented uh, income. And truly, I, I did a full uh, session on that in the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. So if you haven't taken the course yet, go ahead, take the course. Uh, i give you some tips on that. So number two, remember your why. So if you remember episode 29, I talked about the importance of knowing your why. And when I say the why, it is, why did you decide to be your own boss? What was the thing motivating you? What was the thing that you felt like, I can do this myself. I need to be my own boss because I want to do this or I want to achieve this or I want to be able to afford this. Uh, whatever that why is that started your business, that is driving you every day when you wake up, when you put your head down at night, it's the stuff you're dreaming about. That is your why. So number one, don't give up. Number two, remember your why. And sometimes the why is as easy as I don't want to work for someone else. So that's why I'm going to stick with this thing. That's why I'm going to try to fight through this slump so that I can stay and be my own boss. So that is a number three tip. Uh, number four. No, no, that was number two tip. I'm not going to go ahead of myself now. I'm going to, you know, let's work this thing out. So let's make sure that I can give you all the tips and not skip one. So, and I wrote this one down. I don't normally write stuff down, but I did write this one down so I can make sure that I've, I don't forget anything. So number three, go back to basics in everything. You want to go back to basics on cutting expenses. That's a good one. Um, my wife and I, we were doing that a few months back. Just, you know, every once in a while, it's good to just touch base with your expenses, see what's going on, and then just try to, you know, do we really need this? Uh, do we need another subscription to a movie service? Or do we need, you know, whatever it is? Uh, go ahead and, you know, cut that back. And what we found when we're sitting there out together working things out is I made a huge mistake. <laughs> All right, I'll admit it, it's me. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. I paid for uh, this service, and I use it all the time, called Canva. And Canva is where I get uh, pretty much it is uh, something that you could do for graphic designing for yourself. So you don't have to pay a graphic designer. They have a lot of templates you could use, and they have this system where you could create a team. So I had two accounts with Canva for some reason, and I thought, well, let me just combine these things together. I didn't want to lose the stuff that I had from one account to the other one. So what I did is just basically uh, added myself as a team member, and then I was going to add my wife as a team member as well. So now we only have one account to deal with. And I figured out, oh, no, while we're doing this process of going through what we're spending, 
she had a, a, a upgraded membership. I had an upgraded membership as a team member. And then I noticed that each team member, you're basically paying one single membership per team member. So it was like three months. I didn't even notice I was paying twice for the same service when I added myself onto my team with my two different accounts. So something as simple as that saved us some money. I think it was like uh, 12 bucks a month or something like that. But hey, it's 12 bucks, right? 12 bucks a month. So in that way, I really had to figure that stuff out. So uh, that's one of the basic things, network. You got to go back to your networking. So uh, networking, shaking the hands, kissing the babies, everything that you got to do out there. Go out and uh, network. Be specific with your networking and make sure you network in the places that uh, definitely are beneficial to you and not just going out there and eating breakfast and seeing the same people every day, every day and no decision makers. You know, don't don't do that kind of networking. Do the networking that's going to truly uh, be value. And that could be online. That could be physical networking. Uh, however, you got to do it. Uh, another basic is go ahead and reach out to past clients. Again, you want to 4X relationships with past clients. I mentioned that in an earlier episode. I don't remember what uh, episode it was. But 4Xing a relationship is this. If I reach out to somebody and we do business one time, that's the 1X. They hire me back two, three weeks later or a month, two months later uh, just to do another project. 2X that relationship. Uh, they refer me to someone else and say, hey, you love what Sheldon did. I think you guys should hire Sheldon too. All right, 3X my relationship with that one client. So therefore, if I could get a fourth, maybe come back for an annual review or something else, or I may have a new service that I just did, and therefore, now I could add that person to that uh, new service, and you know they pay for another time with me, so I 4X that relationship. Doesn't mean I want to stop there. If there's a way we get five, six, seven transactions, either directly through them or through referrals or through another referral, uh, through, you know, however the measures are, I'm looking to see if we could get four times that one investment and getting that one client. So that's going to save me money because I already have a relationship with that client and I don't have to spend extra dollars to advertise to get that person. But it's someone I already know, someone I like and know me and like me. And it becomes easier work for us to do because we kind of get a feel for each other and what we're looking for. So therefore, then going back to that past client is definitely a good way to get out of a slump because you're both, again, uh, invested in their success and they've seen a pattern of you helping them in the past. So it becomes easier to get things uh, passed. And therefore, what will happen is, you know, when your paperwork goes through, it'll go through faster because, oh, yeah, yeah, this is just Sheldon. Let's go ahead and just get that invoice in. So that's a, a another one for, you know, just going back to basics there. So number four. So we're finally up to four. I didn't forget anything. Number four is partnership. I spoke about partnerships before. That was in episode three. And I also spoke about creating events in episode 16. So what you're going to do with partnerships, reach out to some people where you might be able to help them. Uh, basically, you're going to look for a partner that has something that you would like, like a list, a client list. 
uh, that's something that you'll like. So if you could provide a service that's also going to help their client list, their members, whatever, uh, whoever it is, you partner with that agency, that organization, that company, and together you may give that company or organization a discount, but uh, in return, you're also going to be able to create an event or create some service that I'll, I'll give you for instance, you know, I work with a lot of safety councils. So whenever it's time for me to do my own courses, because I do do, I just say do do. <laughs> That's the little uh, adolescent Sheldon coming out right there. You know, it's as, uh, as Beavis and Butthead as a get right there. That was that was the nerd Sheldon just sneaking in because every once in a while that just comes through. So I will not say do do again. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I would because it's funny. Anyway, uh, so when you go ahead and approach them and you have that event, then uh, generally speaking, you could do something similar to. Um, I'll give you a certain amount of seats for your people at this event if you will let me hold it at your location for free. So therefore, it's actually not for free. You have a value attached to each seat. So let's say uh, it's a $120 event for an eight-hour class and everyone else is paying $120. You are giving them $240 worth of value for that location for eight hours so now that's the way you could exchange uh some sort of uh, you know barter system if you will and you could also create something that you can start promoting and you can start getting excited about and get your mind shift, mindset shifted so that you can now uh, start getting yourself out of this slump because now you're looking forward to something and you have a goal in mind your email marketing kicks in and everything else like that. So uh, from an event, you could also get more clients. So just give it your best at that event. You're going to nail it. Go out there, do speaking. I think I have some speaking tips in a, an earlier episode. I'm going to do a quick phone search to see if I can find that one. But you do you know, a really bang-up job with your speaking. You go out there and some people come after uh at the end and say, Hey, I love this. Thank you for what you're doing. And, uh, would you mind coming by my business? Something similar to that that's happened to me several times. And that episode is, uh, 24. I give you 10 speaking tips to help grow your business. So go ahead and uh, listen to that episode again so that you get a good idea of, uh, some of the things that's really going to help you out. Another thing that you could do so I'm up to number five. So this one is a, hopefully we're going to get like a real quick episode out of this. So uh, number five is something that's a little bit different than you may uh, have heard me say before, but I am a man of faith. Yes, uh, my faith is Catholic, uh, but I'm also a man that meditates and I do believe in thoughtful mindfulness meditation uh counseling all those things that you you need to to help your your life and just yourself grow so i would say you want to do some meditation consult with friends uh get together with family and friends dig deep into your faith whatever your faith is and uh get some good uh baseline 
um, foundation, let's call it that, a foundation from your faith so that you can definitely, you know, get a good, a good uh, basis. Uh, Meditation has really been good for me. Uh, most recently, I've been um, just active with that because it helps ground me. And in when I feel like I'm just truly uh, not hopeless, I never really feel bad, but uh, just feel like you know I'm I'm just struggling a little angst inside. Then I do sit down, I do meditations. There's all kinds of things. There's meditation apps now. There's I saw one with LeBron James. Uh, Calm, I think, is the one he's doing. I use a uh, Insight Timer. Is the one I use, and then I do a bunch of what they call binaural beats, and basically it's a frequency, and it goes from one ear to the next, and that frequency is uh, is proven to do something to our bodies, and uh, once we see those or hear those frequencies, it could stimulate things like making us feel more calm, making us feel uh, de-stressed, and all those things. So. I like the binaural ones as well. Um, so find something that you could do. You may not call it meditation. You may call it mindfulness. You may just call it the moments of silence, whatever you call it. The idea is truly when you're in a slump, chances are you're disconnected throughout your whole body, you know, body, mind, and spirit. So if that's the case, you want to reconnect with yourself, body, mind, and spirit. So therefore... You want to do whatever it takes for you to reach out and to get grounded again. So once you get grounded again through family, friends, faith, uh, meditation, quietness. Some people use yoga. That's a, a physical practice of meditation. Tai Chi is a great one, too. My wife does yoga. I have been really, really, really thinking about doing that with her as well. Um, she is a yoga uh, uh, children's yoga instructor. So if you haven't <laughs> heard, I'll be giving you guys episodes after episodes, right? Um, my wife's been on twice, actually. She's my only two-time guest. But the first time that she was on, uh, she we talked about her business because she also owns her own business. And uh, that is episode 35 when I interview my wife. And we talked about, you know, just how we connect as two business owners. But then also she talked about supporting someone who's a safety consultant and, you know, the ebbs and flows with the ups and downs with money and how that is. And then also, you know, how to get your spouse, your spouse involved in, in what you're doing. So a uh, great episode to listen to. All right. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to do the tip of the week. So uh, just go ahead and kind of digest this in as much as you can. Uh, we're going to hear a little word from my sponsor, and then we're going to just go ahead and listen to the tip of the week. Do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. Jay Allen of Safety FM give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. I have actually done research on different consultants and looked at different consulting courses and so on. There is a pretty fancy, very expensive consulting course that is out there. I have actually purchased the consulting course, was interested in it. It has good information. Don't get me wrong. 
but you have a consulting course that really drives people onto focusing on safety and how to become a safety consultant. I will tell you on your particular course, there was better information in that particular regards than the other consulting course that was more of a generalist form. But I figured I felt like I got more information out of yours on you giving people direct path on what to do step by step. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code PODCAST for a special discount. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody again for listening to me, and I would like to ask, if you can... Uh, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. So whatever service you're listening to, hit the subscribe button so that whenever there's a new podcast coming out, you'll be able to hear it and you'll be able to to grab a hold of it as soon as you can. Uh, it's also support for me. So I know that you're getting something from it because I'll see, you know, the listenership go up and the downloads go up. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, if you have a chance to go ahead and do a review on the service that you're listening to me so I can check it from time to time and be able to see if you are, um, you know, enjoying it. What do you like about it? Uh, what's your thoughts? So go ahead and uh, give a review. And uh, so subscribe, review, and rate. That's the three things. So go ahead and give me a rating, and I would really appreciate it. So thank you. And for those of you that are either new to being a safety consultant or just thinking about it, visit safetyconsultant.us. That is the membership site that I started so that you could get beyond not only the podcast, but a few other things. You get resources that you need, templates, all kinds of stuff that's going to help you with your business, including some uh, training too So uh, and networking. So go ahead and subscribe to the safetyconsultant.us website. All right, the tip of the week. So the tip of the week this week, and this is also something that we... We talk about with your uh, getting out of your slump. I mentioned it just briefly, and I kind of uh, started with uh, the the going back to basics one, and then we talked a little bit about partnerships. Uh, so the tip of this week is as much as you can, you really want to be able to start uh, thinking about how you can service different people who have big email lists. So that's part of the partnership model. It's part of the networking model. So it's between step three and step four. But uh, if you can, just start making a list, a list of first and foremost, the things that you are expert in or things that you have rock solid understanding of. And then from there, the next thing that you wanna do is start making a list of people in your area that has whatever service it is that will meet a group. So generally I see an association So uh, because they have a lot of members. And my example I give often is when I was uh, reaching out to the Florida Pest Management Association, 
I actually had a good buddy, a friend of mine, Bill, who owned a pest control agency, and he was in the business for years and years and years, you know, double-digit years. He hasn't been in the business. He's actually retired. He sold his business. Uh, but he had told me that they do Haswhopper, hazardous waste operation. And I used to teach Haswhopper, and I still do. I teach the refresher because I don't have all the equipment to do the you know, longer 24 or 40 hour or anything, but I do the eight hour refresher. So what I did notice was uh, he had this certificate and I looked at the certificate. I was kind of wanted to see what it was. And it said that you completed this course per, and it gave a OSHA standard for the Haswhopper standard. So I was like, hold on, I do this class and I didn't know pretty much anything about pest control per se at the time. But I figured, well, if he has to do this every, you know, every year to renew it, I could just go ahead and talk to this association, work with them, do a class for them or something else. So it turned out that uh, I had to go ahead and find out how to get CEUs approved for those workers so that they could get CEU approval so that their licenses will be valid. Went through the hoops, got all the CEUs approved, talked to the association, told them that I can provide this training. They actually didn't need this training, but I was talking back and forth with the, the uh, executive director. And he's like, well, I do need some other things. Can you put together an OSHA compliance video for the pest control area? And let's see if we could do an actual four series throughout all of Florida and they, you know, quadrant out Florida and they uh, paid for me to go out there and stay in whatever hotel it was at the uh, area. And then also my fee for the day so that we could do a, a seminar for the members. So that really helped and got me in into the area. You could still see the video right now. If you uh, go to, um, the OSHA Compliance Help website. Actually, it is youtube.com backslash C backslash OSHA Compliance Help. And then you'll be able to look for OSHA Compliance for Pest Control or Pest Management. And that's where this video is right now, currently. So uh, that's the tip of the week. So it just goes a little bit further on the networking and the partnership side uh, so that it could really help you just so you could start thinking about those things. Uh, and it gives you some direction there, too. All right. So uh, I will see you next Monday. This podcast is being sponsored by safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.